0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, recording live from the downtown Denver studios with my main man, executive producer, and all-around badass, Mister Jonathan Winston. What's up, Jay? Man, uh, I am waiting with anticipation, <laughs> bated breath. All right, all right. July thirty-first. What's happening on July thirty-first, Jonathan? <laughs> Man, you haven't been watching. Apparently not. Like, you got to bring me into the times here. What's going on? The NBA is coming back. The NBA is coming back. July 31st. Are we going to actually be able to watch games or are they going to be playing ball we can't be there to watch? You're not going to be able to be there in person. Okay. They're going to be in a bubble site in Orlando in the Disney Complex. Right. There's going to be, you know, uh, 22 teams I believe. Right. Like, laying back a certain amount giving a few people a chance to try to make the playoffs for that last, you know, late season push they had going on. Love it. I love it. You know, when we get the playoffs started, it's going to be, you know, I think about three months of intense NBA basketball. You know, the guy, I'm a Lakers fan. Sorry. Hey, hold on. Now. <laughs> you know, the guy's getting, you know, getting it back together. So I'm ready, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, you listen, and it just kind of goes to show the, the end of the COVID-19 crisis is upon us like it's not over yet we got a lot going on to add to that as if we didn't have enough going on we got this uh this big rioting and all, all the stuff going on in that area and obviously some big political stuff not what this show is about but I think the point is well taken that you know it, it's going to be nice to get back to somewhat normal start to enjoy some things that we've enjoyed right and the American freedoms of what makes this country the greatest place in the world to live so I'm, I'm excited for you man I'm glad, glad the NBA is coming back. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. As always, we kick off our show with a news article related to the foreclosure industry. This one's a pretty good one. I like this. It's from housingwire.com. And as always, guys, check out the Foreclosure Deals Coach page on Facebook. You can read the entire article. I just try to give you the basics here. You don't need me to read to you. This is not bedtime stories, right? So I'm going to give you the basics of it. But what it says here is potential home buyers are going to face historically low inventory this summer. And that's going to tie in. Really well to what we're discussing on today's show, which is writing the best offer to get your foreclosure deal accepted. But let's talk about that a little bit. See, here we are coming off of a big crisis, which has had a dual effect on the real estate market. On one hand, you would think that there'd be less buyers in the marketplace, right? It seems logical. Unemployment is higher. People got better things to do to look for their housing, right? However, that's not what happened. What actually happened? What actually happened was we saw this huge soar and people going to buy properties. We saw a major exodus from the cities, the big cities, where people are like, I got to get out of here, right? Coronavirus is is taking over everything. You know, I, my home is in downtown Denver, Colorado. As a real estate investor and flipper, we live in our properties from time to time. So we moved into one of our properties in Highlands Ranch, Colorado, to spend some time here because the city. had just gone amok for a while, okay? You've got rioting going on in one street. The restaurants and bars are closed down. The Rockies aren't playing yet. All the stuff that made living downtown had kind of gone bye-bye, right? So, but the buying population did not cease. In Colorado Springs, where we do the majority of our, our retail flipping business, we are seeing above asking price on all of these properties. We're seeing below a week on the market. Things went nuts. But what did change, is the people looking to sell kind of backed off a bit. Now, some of them backed off a bit based on not wanting people in their home, right? You got coronavirus, they want you to put on masks, and entire, oh, yeah, oh, ah, oh, they want to check out the whole, the whole thing. Like, so people didn't want to deal with that, right? So you had sellers who just pulled off the market entirely, right? And then you had the sellers who were like, well, I'm gonna sell, but I'm gonna wait till this is over because I don't know what's gonna happen to the market after this. Some of these sellers during the process lost their jobs, right? So now they gotta hold onto the property because if they sell the property they're in, they can't buy the one that they wanna buy, right? So now they're gonna be homeless, right? So the combination of all of that led to a basic inventory reduction. Now, I gotta tell you, as a real estate investor, when you're looking at the supply and demand curve, you absolutely want supply to be on which side of the spectrum? Low, right? The lower the supply is, the higher the demand. That's just the logical supply-demand curve. But if supply goes so low that you can't buy properties anymore, That could be bad for real estate investing at large. Does that make sense? So so here we are, and they're saying that during this summer, we're going to see a record lull in inventory. People are just not going to list. They're not going to sell. You know, when the market goes in instability, one thing you can count on with all markets is during time of instability, you'll have pullback, right? Meaning the market will, will wait and react later. And as a result of that, we're seeing that right now in the real estate market. We are seeing that pullback in the marketplace. Less inventory is available. If you are a buyer in the market today, you are finding yourself with much less stuff to pick from. You're in a situation where you might have to settle a bit. And most certainly, in times of reduced supply, you're going to have to also have an increase in price, right? Supply goes down. Demand goes up. Net net effect increase of price. Okay, so getting into the meat and potatoes of the show, and check out this article because really fascinating stuff on the dynamics that go into an inventory shortage. But what we're talking about today is how to write offers that are high, have a higher probability of getting selected during a in, a in a foreclosure marketplace. Okay, because there's two types of buyers out there. There's general Joe Schmo. I want to buy a house for me and my family. Right, who goes out there and he submits an offer. Now what is part of a normal offer? Well, obviously, the price. You want to put in how much you're going to purchase the property for, okay? And now Joe Schmo is looking at the list price of the property and he's going, well, you know, this thing needs a little bit of work. You're asking 300. He tells his agent, you know, who's not really tracking inventory, but should be, that most I'm going to pay for this property is 290, Okay? And then he adds a bunch of other stipulations in the contract known as contract amendments. Okay, The biggest one of those stipulations are the dates and deadlines. So when you, I don't want to bore you with contract details, but when you first open up a contract, you're going to notice there's a whole bunch of dates, title objection date, inspection objection, seller's property disclosure, uh, a, a long list of stuff. And these are all dates and deadlines that have to be fulfilled in order for the contract to stay in place. Okay, So when you would have a normal retail buyer with a normal retail offer, the reason why all these dates and deadlines were put in there was for normal retail consumers. But obviously, you are a listener to the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, so you're anything but a normal retail buyer. So we're going to go over today how to write offers with your agent Or if you don't have an agent, I want you to reach out, foreclosuredealscoach.com. We'll hook you up with a foreclosure trained agent right there in your local area, okay? And we're going to help you to write offers that have a much higher probability of being accepted. Often, I've been told by agents I've done business with for years and years and bought lots of properties with that I was not, in fact, the highest offer they received but they selected my offer anyway because it was the best offer they received. Now think about that. Think about in a bidding war capitalist system, being able to write an offer that's less than the most money the bank could have taken for that house and still getting that offer selected. How is that possible? Why would they take a lower priced offer, a lower net over an offer? What would make them want to do that? Because you think they're driven purely by money, right? That would make sense. I would probably not take a lower And I think most people wouldn't. The reality is, is when you're looking at an offer from the standpoint of a bank, a bank is the very definition, and banks own the foreclosures, that's why this is a foreclosure deals coach. so you're generally talking to an agent on the listing side who represents the bank, okay? And that agent wants to get paid. That that may come as a shock to you, but agents are generally driven by money. Yeah, that that actually doesn't come to a shock. Me either, right? So here we are knowing the agent wants to get paid. He now has to take this offer to the bank and go, this guy wants to buy the house. And in a competitive bidding situation, like we have with this low inventory market, this other guy wants to buy the house too. Which offer do you guys want to take Mr. Bank Seller or Mrs. Bankseller? So I don't turn into a big, you know, your sexist show. I don't want I don't want that today. It could be it could be either. It could be either. All lives matter. Right? We're going to head down that road now. No, no. Too soon? No, no, no. We're not heading down that road. No, no. Okay. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody is cool. You're right. Here we go. This is, this is how it gets started. This is exactly how it gets started. All right. Let's get back on the bank thing before this spirals out of control. All right. So the bank, is you get these offers presented to the bank, and the bank's looking at both offers, and one of them, we're going back to this $300,000 listed house, okay? One of them is at $290,000. It's from a retail buyer, right, who's got an inspection objection deadline. He's got a seller property disclosure deadline. By the way, foreclosures don't usually include... A seller property disclosure. Seller property disclosure is the document that says, this is what's wrong with the property, to the best of my knowledge, based on the fact that I lived there. Well, banks didn't live there, so they can't sign the seller property disclosure. Does that make sense? So you putting in that deadline is one tip right there that I'm gonna give you, but we're gonna go step by step on how to write an offer that has a higher probability of getting selected. So offer number one is typical retail, all the dates and deadlines, all the typical stuff that goes into an offer, and they look at that as an agent and they go, Sigh. I mean, it's a great offer, the guy's got solid financing, but all of these deadlines lead into areas where they could back out of the deal. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. One of the things we talk about on the show is the importance of great foreclosure data and helping you to find a great deal on a foreclosure property. But where do you find this data? You're certainly not going to find it on Realtor.com. You can't get it on your local MLS. So we have partnered with data provider Foreclosures.com to get you the latest and greatest in foreclosure listings right there in your local market. These properties are not hit the market in most cases. And when they have been foreclosed, gives you easy access to find out more detail so you can get the best deal on a foreclosure property. Getting started is super easy. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and click on the link labeled foreclosure list. Enter your zip code for a free seven day trial of the best foreclosure listing data available in your local market. These properties are not even on the market yet, so you can get a jump on them and get a great deal. Once again, this is Donnie Corm, your foreclosure deals coach. We'll look forward to seeing you there. Number two is us, us investor buyers. Now we show up, right, and our offer on this property based on what we need to pay for it, based on doing our analysis with our prop stream software. That if you don't have, you need to go down and get because we okay, can. Prop Done. I like that. If you head out to foreclosuredealscoach.com forward slash prop stream, you're going to be able to get a free seven-day trial, but you've already done your analysis via prop stream at this point, right? And you've figured out that the most you can offer for this property and make it profitable for you, because the goal here, even if you're going to live in the property for a few years, even if you, in fact, going to put your family in that home, the goal here is to make a profit. That's what we do here on the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, right? So you've decided that the best you can do on the this property is 282, okay? However, because you've listened to this show, you've also done a couple things in this contract to make it a lot cleaner. Number one, you've written it well. And this goes kind of without saying, but I gotta tell you, the average real estate agent has been in the business now for three to five years on average, okay? They have not seen a foreclosure crisis like the one that I'm predicting is about to happen right now. So they've been writing offers for lack of better terms, a little bit shoddily for a long time. So you're going to make sure, and this seems kind of obvious, right? But your name is spelled right. The address is spelled right. Most contracts require a property uh, description. The legal description of the property has got to be correct all the stuff that makes it legal is done correctly and it seems obvious but i gotta tell you a lot of people overlook that so please take the time to dot your i's and cross your t's because that is going to add to the professionalism the offer when it's presented to the bank is definitely going to factor in number two the dates and deadlines are missing or labeled not applicable See, when you're buying a property as an investor, you're not so much worried if title comes back. Here's the thing. As a foreclosure goes, they've pretty much cleaned all the liens off of the property anyway. You're definitely going to get title insurance, but you're not pushing as much for a title objection deadline. You're going to do the research on the title, but you're going to make it either a very tight deadline or none at all because you believe the title is going to be just fine. Kay? You're generally not doing a full loan objection deadline because your property has already been financed in other ways. Now, I have to caveat this with, if you're doing normal retail financing, you're getting a normal conventional loan, then you wanna keep the normal conventional loan deadlines. Make sure you're not losing your earnest money because that's the trade-off here. These contracts that we're writing are more aggressive, but they're also, by design, more risky. And I'm doing air quotes when I say risky because We do this all the time, and we don't feel like it's risky because we've got control of the situation. We're trying to get the offer selected. That's the goal in this process, okay? But my point in sharing this with you is you want to minimize the dates and deadlines. You want to do everything much tighter. If your market generally allows for a 7 to 10-day inspection objection deadline, then you want to get it done in three, right? Because you're telling the bank that I'm very serious about buying this property, And as such, I'm not going to try to do an inspection and back out. Now, does that mean you're not going to do an inspection and find a very serious issue with the property and have to back out? Sure, happens all the time. But our goal is to get under contract so we can proceed from there, not to get beat out by our retail competitors. Does that make sense? So the game is about winning, and everything about this is winning, but if you're looking to win your offer, you want to come in, note I haven't mentioned price yet, but note that the retail guy came in at 290 if your offer is written well, with a minimal amount of dates and deadlines, a solid pre-qualification letter showing you have the funds to purchase this property, pre-qualified, aka pre-approved, the stronger you can make that lender letter, the more higher probability you have of getting that offer selected. So a couple of warnings, and I, I, I hate to be mean if, you, if you're if you an employee or you work for them, but the big retail loan companies like the Quicken Loans and USAA and some of the bigger companies, I can tell you right now that's a red flag for me as a retail seller when I'm selling my property, and it's a huge red flag for a bank trying to accept the property. So my advice is get pre-approved with a local lender that can close on this deal within a reasonable amount of time. And that brings us to the next thing, the closing date. See, the average retail closing is generally 30 to 45 days. People think foreclosures take longer to close. That's sort of a, a hash mish between short sales and foreclosures. The reality is is I've closed foreclosures in three days from the date we went under contract. It can be done if your title work is spot on and the bank is on their game. And let me assure you if you're the guy who can close faster than your retail counterpart who has to do a full VA appraisal it's going to take a while. He's got to do an inspection it's going to take 7 to 10 days to do that and then wants 45 days to close that's yet another way where you can win an offer even though in the scenario we're using, you get the other guy came in at 290 and you come in at 282 and you still successfully get the property because your offer was stronger with less dates and deadlines or tighter dates and deadlines, a stronger pre-approval and just taking the time to do the proper administrative work on the contract right? It seems like a no-brainer here, guys, but the thing about this is, is especially in a low inventory market where we're heading right now, competitive bids are going to become everything. You being able to win against other retail consumers who are going to bid this property, maybe even over asking price, becomes crucial. And that brings me to our pricing strategy a little bit on the contract, because in the example I used, we went below asking price, right? Which seems like what you want to do. The cheaper you get the property, the more money you're going to make on the deal, right? Right. But what if you don't get the property? See what I'm saying? So a lot of times you've got to evaluate, on the example of $300,000 house, what if the retail price on that property in fixed up condition, also known as after repaired value or ARV, what if it's 360? Can you now afford to go over asking price? You've got more margin there. Play that into mind. instead of using the asking price and trying to get below. I'm not going to kid you, man. I try to get every property I can as cheap as I can, but in a competitive market like the one we're in right now, I can assure you, you're going to find yourself just this week, I went $5,000 over asking price on a property for a client because that's what it took to get it, but we got it, and that's what's important. Okay, so don't get so hell bent on the price that you have to come in below. Sometimes your pricing strategy needs to be based on the after-repaired value. And if you've got plenty of spread between what you're buying it at and what you're hoping to sell it at, either in the immediate term, meaning you're gonna fix and flip it, you know, get it fixed up, get it back in the market, or the long-term, you're looking at a fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 spread, you may have to give some of that spread back to the bank in order to secure that deal. That's a whole hell of a lot better than not getting the deal at all. Right? So that really sums it up, guys. The key here is an accurate pricing strategy. And as your foreclosure deals coach, as the guy that wants to help make sure you get your first deal done, if you need some help to get that offer tailored, or if you've written several offers with your agent and it's just not getting done, why don't you reach out? Let's talk about it. Let's see if maybe your pricing strategy is off, your offer strategy is off, or something's going on where you're not writing that offer accordingly. But at this point, run a litmus test against how you've been writing those offers. Have there been a ton of outs on that contract, right? Have you given multiple opportunities where you could not close? Because if you were giving those opportunities to yourself, the bank, the seller, they're seeing that and they don't want that offer as much. Right, So make your offer strong. You won't always have to be the highest offer to win. You might just be the best offer, and the best offer is gonna win each and every single time. This is all about strategy, guys, and when we're coaching here, we're helping people to develop a strategy that allows you to flip on a consistent basis, if that's your goal. It allows you to build a rental empire over the years, if that's your goal, and it may just allow you to buy the dream foreclosure for you and your family, starting yourself off with a ton of equity instead of a ton of debt on your first or subsequent home purchase. That's what this is all about, but you got to learn to win. And to win, you got to write the right offers, you got to do that part right, and we can Certainly help you with that, but hopefully this helped you out just a little bit. All right, so let's wrap it up with that. Guys, so much going on in in this space, and I have to say, I know I say it all the time, but I want to mention again, I got to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for the listenership to the show. It has been incredible how fast it has grown. You know, you read about podcasts and how long it takes to build an organic following, and here we are, 5,000 downloads in, you know, just less than a year on the air, Right, and already we got five thousand people listening to the show. That's an incredible feeling that you guys are out there enjoying what we're doing here. We're starting to get a lot of questions. Sometimes more questions we can actually answer. So I apologize for that. We are we are building on that and trying to get more momentum so we can answer each and every one of your questions. And of course, there's been a ton of questions about the coaching product that is coming soon. Okay, we have a couple of students in there, but we are making sure that the coaching product we're going to offer to you, our wonderful listeners of the foreclosure deals coach podcast is spot on is going to help you to do at least your first deal here in the foreclosure marketplace and until we're 100 certain we're still kind of pre-launch right now and we are offering some pre-launch benefits because of that so reach out if you're super interested in coaching we can definitely get you hooked up with that All right? That's all I've got for you today. I really appreciate you tuning in. It's an incredible market. It's a great time to go out there. Listen, inventory is scarce, but if you're writing the right offer, you're not going to notice at all. You're going to be able to steal some incredible opportunities out there, pick up some equity, secure some rentals, and build your financial future through foreclosure investing. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you today and always, don't buy a house, buy Buy a a deal. deal want more of the foreclosure deals coach like our facebook page foreclosure deals coach for the latest in real estate and foreclosure investing become a part of our community search foreclosure deals coach on facebook to join today